Wait, who won the drinkies? Welcome to B-Film Brew Crew. My name is Oscar, and that's... Yo, this is Clemente. And here on B-Film Brew Crew, we review B-rated movies and lower. And sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, but they're always something special. And while we watch these movies, we actually drink beers uh, from different parts of the world. This week's uh, Brew of the Week, we had... Uh, We have Samuel Smith's Old Brewery brings us an organic chocolate stout. English style, and uh, I mean, it's very chocolatey. It definitely was very, yeah, very chocolatey. I loved it. I love stouts. I was not as big a fan of stouts as other people have been. No, it was good. It was pretty sweet, very nutty, chocolatey, malty. You know, for being a malty flavor, I didn't feel like this was as malty as some of the ones we've had before. Like, it still felt very liquidy and smooth. Compared to some of the other ones we've had that feel like thick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This was, I mean, I think this had more, it was also creamier. I think it was creamier than others. Because even like the beer kind of stuck to the glass as it, it got lower. Yeah. I don't know. For me, it felt, it felt fine liquid wise. Uh, but yeah. I think yeah. Else? It was awesome. Sorry. It's organic. I don't know if you mentioned that. Sorry. Yeah. Organic chocolate delta. Yeah. It was very good. I mean, I'm not a fan of stouts, but it wasn't bad. I've definitely had maybe one or two that have been a little better, but I don't know. Just personal preference. Two thumbs up. Yeah. And while we watch movies, uh, obviously we drink, and but we come up with drinking rules for the movies. And uh, last week, if you listen to last week's podcast, we had our guest, Edgar, and he gave us a rule for this, and he said whenever... Uh, transmorpher transmorphs, which they did do, but only seven times, so not a whole lot. And Clemente, I had you come up with a rule today, uh, when you got here. So, what was your rule? Yeah, I mean, I I decided to uh go with uh every time we heard screams, and uh, funny enough is that the people didn't really scream or show emotion. Right, it was the robot screaming. Most of the time. <laughs> there was definitely a lot of robots screaming. Like, they the screamed. Like, they died and they screamed. And mm-hmm. they shrieked. And they read. And they... Word and whizzed and all kinds of stuff. I think they were... I think they were the ones with more emotion than the people. Which is sad, since they're robots. But, yeah. Who are the robots? <laughs> yes. And how many, how many times did your rule come up? Uh, like six times. I think it, it might have come up more because I feel like I missed a few. But Yeah, we, eh. we were trying to take some notes, and that was kind of distracting. There were scenes where we actually had to go back because were, I kept missing them, and then you kept missing them. Sometimes or they were too stuff. ridiculous, too, though. Yeah, we had to go back for some <laughs> stuff just because it was like, wait, did that really just happen? Yeah. And it, and it did. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll get to that in a second. Uh, my rule was whenever a transmorpher dies, surprisingly, a lot of them died. Yeah. Considering, well, considering at the beginning of the movie, they're like, we've never killed one. So I was already feeling a lot of doubt, but... They were pretty efficient in killing these things. Yeah, they definitely were. And if you want to give us a drinking rule for our next movie, 
for next week. Uh, we'll be talking more about that later towards the end of the podcast. Um, but you can do so at on, on our Instagram, on Twitter, or on our Facebook page. You can find us at B Film Brew Crew. Any uh, on any of those, you'll look us up and you can find us and just leave a comment letting us know if you've already seen the movie, that's fine. You know, we want to, we want to drink a little bit and, uh, it's usually just Clemente and I battling it out. And then one of us ends up taking a shot, which someone still needs to take their shot. Yeah. We'll yeah, do that in the, we'll do that a little later, but why don't you go ahead with the, with the movie. So tonight brings us 2007's Transmorphers. The final battle between man and machine. Driven underground by alien robots, humanity's last hope for survival rests in a ragtag group of humans with a plan to destroy the mechanical horde once and for all. And man, were they effective. <laughs> yeah, dude. Ragtag group or a ragtag group. They were freaking. Also, bullshit on ragtag. They specifically said. The best of the best. Right. Of the best. Right. Like, find me the best. And they're like, we're taking volunteers. And the fuck that. And they're like, no, fuck that. We're weeding them out. Get these people out of here. They're just kids. This was not ragtag. These were like the elite, like the best. They had. Yeah. In their little army. So. To start us off, the movie starts like this. There apparently we discovered life. The year is 2009, and we've discovered life on another planet. We sent them a signal, and they pick it up, and then they shoot back some pods. I don't know what they were. We never saw them again. Nah, they, I mean, they just describe them as, um, like, things as they enter the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It covered the Earth in a cloud that blocked the sun out and destroyed 90% of the Earth's population. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Uh, and then, uh, and obviously these are the aliens. And then we fast forward to 2,300 something or something like that. A couple of hundred years into the future. Right. And and then they're putting together this ragtag team, apparently. Well, I guess the first one was an elite team. And they go out, their, their mission is to capture one of the robots so that they can upload a virus, I guess, into it. And then part two of the mission would be to get that robot to the mainframe, which would then broadcast that virus to all of them. Bringing everyone down. Yes, bringing, destroying the mothership, uh, just like Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> ID-4-1. Correct. And didn't they do that similar, or tried to do a similar thing in two? I think so. I don't know. I don't remember. But, but yeah, so then their mission obviously doesn't succeed, but they go outside. And, and, okay, so apparently it's always raining. It's constant rain, and it's always dark, I guess, because the clouds are still covering the sky. And what happens when we walked outside, Clemente? It was, like, sunny, right? I mean, it wasn't <laughs> sunny, but... What? It was a thunderstorm. It was lightning. Oh, yeah. No, I was just confused, because, like, there were times where, like, it'd be, like, hard rain, and then it'd be, like, dry out, and then it'd be, mm. like, hard rain. Yeah. But, yeah, the thunderstorms were nuts. Oh, well, only I mean, in the okay. first scene, yeah. when they first went outside. I couldn't watch it, dude. It was so unbearable. I I was squinting the whole time. I had to look away. The 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 strobe effect of the lightning, right? The lightning. Is yes. The, so it you hear thunder crack, right? Thunder crack, and it would be followed by maybe like fifty flashes <laughs> flashes of light. I couldn't even. I couldn't even look at the screen. And it then so one bad. thunder, and then like five, six more flashes, and then thunder. It's like one. That was thunder. the whole. That was like ten minutes. It was a long scene. Yeah, that, that was like the whole premise being set up. 
and it was awful. Yeah, that, that was yeah, that was that was really hard to watch. I, I maybe that's why they have the goggles because the stroll light. <laughs> everyone had oh, like right. part of the uniform. They had they they're wearing goggles. I guess part of the uniform is the goggles because mm-hmm. that you know the strobe lights uh, kind of blinding them and they they can't see shit. Yeah, they they should have warned us that we needed the the goggles also. <laughs> yeah, I think they forgot to put that in the movie. Um, but yeah, and and so obviously the the first mission fails because clearly they're not going to succeed right off the bat, and so these people go missing, and we cut back to to the general general uh, Van I wrote her name Van Houston Van Ryberg ah, yeah Ryberg, and she looks like she's twenty years old. She's a two star general, which they clearly have older people and more experienced people but for some reason she's the general yeah i don't know they never explain it that's fine and and so now they're left with putting another team together they're like they're lost put promote new people get them get them uh promotions and bring them to my you know office so we can brief them on the next mission mm-hmm. and that's when we we start to meet our new cast of heroes and they're talking about a man who was in prison because he was a rebel, a traitor. He betrayed mankind by trying to kill robots. Which is kind of stupid if you ask me, because isn't like the whole war against robots? Okay, uh, so, okay. Was so, he a robot? It's like, oh, this guy doesn't follow any, any orders. He's like a robot. Yeah, he can't be trusted. He's too much like them. Yeah. But he's a human. Yeah, it makes no sense. So they, they, they do the whole uh, demolition man Frozen for his crimes, sentenced to a hundred years into a frozen ice block, uh-huh. and only to be reawakened earlier to stop the menace. He only served five years. So. Yeah, it was a pretty lenient sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're like, he's the only man that can do it. We all know it's him, and everybody was against it, obviously, except for like the one person that brought it up. And yeah, obviously they bring him back, and he's like, where's so-and-so is like, oh, he didn't survive the freezing process. Well, where's so-and-so? I was like, he died. And it's like, okay, well, then where's Itchy? And they're like, oh, Itchy's fine. He's still frozen. You want us to get him? He's like, I will not do anything unless Itchy's by my side. Yeah. And it's like, this is not a negotiation. It's like, it's not a negotiation. It's a demand. Yeah. No respect for uh, rank or anything. Yeah. For, yes, anything at all. That's why they need him. Yep. They need someone to go against the norm. Bring against the grain. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. No, you're right. So, <laughs> but again, yeah, he was in prison because he was a rebel, I guess. But I mean, it's kind of hard, too. Like, who, who's who? Because everyone's yelling ranks, like captain, lieutenant. You don't really know who's who. I mean, you know who the general is, but. Yeah, cause she was the only one wearing rank. She yeah. actually had two stars on her collar. Everyone else just had random leather jacket. Everyone had. No, no, not random. They all had the same leather jacket. Okay, they all had the same leather outfit. Nah, jacket. They had different pants. But, yeah, the uh, women had like spandex, and the yeah, men had the men like had like com- like cargo pants. Kinda, yeah. Like or like uh like like paintball pads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's hard. It's hard. Everyone's yelling at. Oh, you're a captain. Oh, you're a lieutenant. No, no one really knows. I don't really. You and someone really said they were a commander, and I don't know what that means. I don't know what rank commander ranks in their society. When they have like general, and they have like sergeant, they have lieutenant, they have captain. Like, okay, I know those ranks. What is a commander? Where does that fit in? Is he just, they are command. they in charge of a unit? Are they in charge of, a, like, a platoon? What, what are they commanding? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and then the person that said they were a commander then later gets yelled by a captain because it turns out she was a lieutenant. And I was, 
I was confused by that. Yeah. So I, I don't know where any of them fit. But as you guess, they, they put this team together. They bring Itchy along with Mitchy. Um, I mean Mitch. <laughs> Itchy and Mitchy. Itchy and Mitchy. Dynamic duo. Yeah. And obviously there was some love interest at some point for both of them. And uh, I guess the, the the woman that Mitch had been seeing um, is now dating the general. Married, right? They're married. Oh, they're married. Right, right. Yeah. You're right. Um, her name was Karina. Yes. Or, or, what, what, how did she say? Karina? Karina. Karina. So Karina and the general, who are both females, were married. So I read that apparently the originally in the original script, the, the role had been written for a man. The general was a man. And I guess somewhere along the way, they were just like, eh, whatever. And they did kept re- they kept referring to her as sir, sir and gentleman. Yes. So, I mean, not to assume her gender or anything, but, but this was uh, 2007. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in, yeah, in in retrospect, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't think they changed any of the lines for her like character change. Right. So they just kept it. Everything exactly the same. Yeah, nobody made an effort. <laughs> so I, I have to give them credit though; they did a very convincing job of just being like rolling with it. Yeah, because even like I think another like female, um, superior or maybe like a politician or something. Because mm-hmm. I mean, there's like an, the councilwoman. Yeah, the councilwoman. I mean, there's an under underground city uh-huh. where which we never. The, s- oh, we well, did yeah, see we've seen it a couple of times. That's oh, where like right. the last of human society is living. And you said it reminded you of some city. Yeah, it's Zion from the Matrix. Oh, that's what it was called. It's, it's like the Matrix meets yeah. Demolition Man meets Terminator, meets Independence meets Day. Independence Day. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a mashup of. Every 90s. Yeah. And okay. So sci-fi. A lot of people say that this is supposed to be a mock or the cin- the cinema knockoff of Transformers. But not really. Yeah. I didn't feel that either. I, I felt like it was more Terminator because it's like just the machines, mm-hmm. the rise of the machines. Right. And yes, the, the Transmorphers did change, but they didn't turn in like into people. They transform it, into like tanks and yeah, and buildings. buildings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Their main tower was a fucking building. Yeah, but most of the time they just looked like like humanoid ish, right? They had the two legs, yeah, two hands, bipeds, and the right, head bipeds. and mm-hmm. uh, laser hands and the rocket breastplate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh goodness. So you know, throughout the movie, they 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 talk about that. And they also mentioned, like I said before, that they had these plasma guns and they're like, we don't even know if these things are going to work. For all we know, the bullets are just going to bounce right off. They did a damn good job killing these guys. Yeah. They also said that they've never captured one and never killed one, right? But somehow, this scientist that was coming up with this plan, right, about putting all the, the code or whatever into them, had reverse engineered their technology. Not once. But Not twice. Oh, yeah. But thrice. <laughs> yeah, three times. He created three robots using their technology. Mm-hmm. And somehow they were surprised when they figured out, like, some of them were organic. Organic. Okay, but metal. To be fair, they did say that it was a specific type. That oh, had yeah. The little, the ZZ boys or whatever, the little smaller. Yeah, the ZZ bots. Yeah, ZZ bots. Little smaller androids. They were, like, more human sized, right? Right. Like those the were the human bots ones. or mm-hmm. the mechs. They were a lot bigger. Mm hmm. Those were the ones that were probably like the. Yeah, same, that, like that's that's, that's such bullshit. Like, how the hell can you reverse engineer something and not like have one captured or at least have their tech already? Right. 
that's that's what we were discussing and it's like this beautiful woman clearly she was an android uh that he put together and then one of the itchy asks the scientist he's like hey you think you put one together for me like when i get back from this mission and the guy's like yeah, yeah i don't see why no, not no problem yeah like he can easily do this yeah so, so it's clearly they have the materials they have the resources they have the time and my question they to have you the technology <laughs> clearly and my question to you was why didn't they just make an army of these guys yeah, well, it turns out. As it turns as out. As it turns out. They did. The first one they did, the first android they built was for the military. Mm-hmm. But what was his flaw? He was too human. Right. Well, they didn't tell us right away, but yeah. Kind of. Well, like yeah. five seconds later. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, somehow, I knew it the whole time. No, you didn't. Yeah. And so, as you may have guessed, our main character, is good old Mitchie. Yeah, he he's the he's the robot. He was the fir- he was number one, and he was number one. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a robot, and he was too human, and they couldn't control him, and that's why they imprisoned him. I guess he's tried to start a coup, and that's why they imprisoned him originally. I guess that that's grounds for freezing someone. But why didn't they just say that from the beginning? Yeah, they're like, know. no, he's a rebel. We can't trust him. It's like you can't be controlled. Yeah, uh, because he's a robot. Yeah, but robots can be controlled, right? You would think so. No, the people could get controlled by the robots' brain scans. That's why they need a robot. So, okay, so the robots have the technology to brain scan. Yeah, and it's pretty much like people getting their brain scanned and then seizuring and Mm -hmm. convulsing and revealing all their their like all the secrets and all their coordinates on where their city is. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously, uh, Mitchie or Mitchell can't get affected by it because he is not human. He's a robot. Right. And that was pretty interesting to watch. And then, so they finally go on this mission, right? They take, they, they try to get these recruits. They're like, nah. And then the general, I guess, had given strict orders to not send other actually good people. But the, obviously, they convinced them and they're like, we're here to save the world. We're not going to listen to orders. And they go out there with this new, this ragtag team of elite forces. And they get out there and they're shooting. And they're, like, killing robots left and right. They have these Frisbee things. They have the, uh, I don't know what they were. They're, like, nuke, mini nukes, like miniature bombs. They Frisbee them, and they insta-kill the robots. They shoot the robots. They yeah. die. Yeah, they just blow up. Uh, my favorite part was when uh, someone overpowered a robot. Did they? Yeah, they were fighting. He was fighting like hand to hand. Oh, it was Mitch. You know oh, what? That's probably oh, why. Yeah. Okay, now it makes sense. Ah, he's I, a robot. I didn't consider that until like, just now. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. But it, I find it kind of stupid that, yeah, they, these guys have never really fought these things and they're totally just destroying them with, mm-hmm. you know, the weapons, like the blasters they have, not knowing if they work or not. And, and they're clearly working because they're just wrecking the shit out of all these robots. Mm-hmm. And then. I don't. I I just don't understand. Uh, one. Uh, I think it was it was Karina. Like there was a grounded robot. I think they had just like knocked him out of the air. She rips his jetpack off of him. <laughs> oh yeah. A robot mounted jetpack, mm-hmm. and somehow tells the uh, tells Mitch. Uh oh, I'll meet you at the beta point. Yeah, he's she's gonna go rescue someone that got separated. From yeah. The group. So they're gonna go like I guess like the mission's eventually gonna go to this beta point. Where everyone's gonna meet up mm-hmm. to the email, uh, like some electromagnets that they want to set up to try to, you know, kill all, all the robots. But anyways, mm-hmm. she grabs a jetpack off a robot. There's no harnesses or anything. She throws it on her back and she's like, "I'll meet you at the sp- at the point." 
She takes off with the jetpack. Okay, yeah, and how, it's clearly strapped to her. How the hell did she manage to rip it off? Rip of the it robot off first. Control alien technology, not knowing that she's able to do that. Mm-hmm. Fly away, mm-hmm. land safely, <laughs> yep. and then. She okay. In the next move, she does. It, it's freaking ridiculous. I'm like her frisbee, which is an, it's a weapon to be tossed. Right. Why? I, she she straps it to the jetpack, <laughs> and then launches it to shoot, uh, shoot down like another giant mech. I'm like, why 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 can't she just throw it? Wouldn't it have the same effect? Yeah, she literally ran in front of the robot, took the time to put place the frisbee nuke bomb thing on the jetpack. Launch the jetpack. Jetpack flies around and behind the robot and still somehow hits him from behind. What the hell? Or, or at least I think it was from behind because I couldn't tell because the CGI was so crap. Oh, dude, don't even talk about CGI. It's so bad. Like, these robots, they're, they're rendered so poorly. I mean, take... It was 2007. That was over 10 years ago. But I feel like there mm-hmm. were movies around that time that had way better... Uh, way better graphic design. Yeah. Well, you have to consider their budget. I mean, it was, I, I guess think it was, I think it was two hundred around two hundred fifty thousand. Oh, that's not that much. Yeah, but still. And okay, another thing that surprised me was the the robots are pretty poor quality, but at least their transformations didn't look that bad. Like, yeah. You've seen somewhere there they try to make too many movements. Yeah. And in this one, they kind of made sense. It didn't look bad, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, I think the, I mean, aside from the robots looking kind of garbage, uh, it just I think the people fighting the robots it was mm. kind of ridiculous, and I just think yeah. like the people's like the people's weapons they look so plasticky too. Oh, like yeah. some of them look like they were metal, right? Right. But others like the cannons or like the I guess like the plasma cannons and like the little blasters they just oh, the, look the, like the handguns look little the handguns they look yeah they look like staple guns right or like nail guns almost yeah they look just like way painted. too fake and we actually caught or you caught something with one of the handguns the trigger trigger the tri- hand yeah trigger finger <laughs> so one of the girl had her finger she she's aiming at the bad guy right or one of the robots she has her finger over where the trigger's supposed to be but Let, if you look we'll at her left hand, yeah. So she has her hand. What she has a trigger. She has a trigger. She pressed. has her trigger finger on the on the trigger itself, right? And she's using her, her left, left hand, hand mm-hmm. and she's pressing down on the trigger. And then she's using her right hand, right. to press down on top of her other finger, right. which is already on the trigger. Right. So she's using both fingers to pull the trigger, although her other finger isn't moving. So she just. Tapping, tapping her the other top finger, of the right. other finger and to pretend that she's firing but it was like she was the focus of the shot and i could not unsee that right it and was it... too clearly on the screen like the the shot was kind of tight on her face area and she had her gun up clearly like she was looking down the sights and you could just see her fingers both into in the trigger uh area and she's pulling on her trigger finger so she's she's pulling the trigger on her finger essentially she's double triggering it but not, and it was just so bad. And what the hell was it with like everyone had inconsistent recoil? <laughs> oh yeah, effects. You, you. Mm-hmm. Like there's some guys like you know their guns are firing and their the recoil is matching like the blaster movement or mm-hmm. the blaster sound. But there's some people they're like well, the guns like recoiling and they only shoot like one plasma ball or laser whatever whatever flies out of their gun. Yeah. 
And I think one dude got shot. <laughs> There's one dude that got shot. I think he thought that he was going to get bombarded with like bullets or something. Yeah. He got hit like with a plasma shot or a laser and his body's still like absorbing shots or right or like if he had been electrocuted you know like just like shaking convulsing yeah, right. and it, it just looks so <laughs> stupid speaking of looking stupid uh, the general oh god <laughs> so, i don't know what the hell i think she either she was like two feet tall and the camera was like 10 feet above her she always had to look up she was always staring mm-hmm. upwards she it, was I, I think she was trying too hard to look serious and so she'd look like tilt her head down and then look up. And roll her eyes up. Yeah. And to th- yell at everyone. And she had, s- you could see too much white of her eyes. Yeah, it was all white. Like, the black yeah. was barely, like, over, like, under her eyelid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Yeah. And also, w- all the women in this movie were wearing, like... Heavy makeup. Mascara. Yeah. Like, eyeliner. Heavy eyeliner. And I, f- I feel like, I feel like everyone had this, like, they all had, like, their hair done. Mm-hmm. Except for one, like yeah, you said, it just it just looked like messy. <laughs> yeah, but like all the women looked like they had the time to you know hit the salon or something because they all had mm-hmm. like you know really good hair. Yeah, very well taken care of. Everyone yeah. actually, okay, well yeah, looking back, everyone had like everything perfectly clean. Everything was super nice. They had leather jackets and they've been underground for like however three hundred years or whatever it's been. Yeah. So where are they getting all this material? And you said they could be synthetic. Yeah. Right. So maybe they have, they, would... they got, come on, they got cyborgs that, you know, they're human. Right. The cyborg could be the... like synthetic flesh. And right. we know that's not organic because at the end. Oh, you're right. At the end, mm-hmm. when they're in the tower and our, and Mitch, uh, our hero, um, I think the scientist is with them. And he says, like, oh, look, it, it's not like there's like a bunch of lasers down the hallway. And he's like, oh, they're not motion sensor. Check this out. And throws a pin down the hallway, and the lasers don't go off. Literally a little pin. Yeah, a pin, like a pin, uh-huh. a pin off his jacket. Yeah. Anyways, he's like, "See, they're not motion sensor. They're they're sensors by organic. They sense organic material." <laughs> so Mitch is like, "I'm a robot," and you're like, "Wait, doesn't he have organic tissue or something? Right, like, or anything organic?" He's like, "No, he's all he synthetic. Like human, yeah, it's like 100 percent synthetic." So he walks down the hallway, like, "Oh, see, he's you know." completely synthetic there's nothing organic about them that's true so you know you might they might have awesome leather jacket technology <laughs> <laughs> i like that that was your whole like justification for, for leather, leather jackets, jackets. <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> it makes sense that's yeah fine. speaking well, of this tower though also they're they're inside this tower right mitch sacrificing himself to to upload this virus i guess he didn't come back, did he? No, he did. He died. Sorry, he he dead. He did. He did. He died. No, he died. <laughs> but but the tower they were in turns out is a giant robot. A samurai, samurai robot. It did look a little samurai-ish. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're he they're inside. He shuts them down. Right. He, he he does his job. He goes inside this little tiny chamber. He uploads the virus to the mainframe. All the robots begin to shut down. But. The giant one collapses. He falls over. He did. It did fall, right? Yeah. He collapses and falls over on top of like some little robots. Everyone inside, absolutely fine. Nothing happened. There, there. Mitch was inside. We we cut back to him. He's walking out of the chamber. Just like nothing happened. Oh, like yeah. it's not even moving. They should have been like tumbling through the whole entire. They should have been right? face planted. That's what should have happened. Right. Yeah, but no, nothing. Everything. Wait, was fine. Th- but didn't Mitch go down the hall and then they they left? Right, they left through the front door. 
did they? Oh, I thought they all went. Maybe I the they were room... still waiting for him. Um, no, he knew it was a suicide mission, right? Because he's like, there's no way I'm coming out of this. Because they were talking about the power core oh. in his body. Yeah, which is so, the one they shoved the, the the one with the virus inside of him. Yeah, mm. and once it was depleted, then he died. Mm. Okay, he's like, I want to die like I lived. Okay, but like still, he should have been. He should have been tossed around at least him. Yeah, but um, nothing um, happened unless nah. They should have been tossed around. Yeah. Okay. And oh, there was one more scene that I want to talk about, which was at the end of the movie, they obviously defeat the the aliens and. The skies begin to clear. It's a beautiful day outside. And there's trees. There's green trees. If the sun had been been blocked by dust for, for hundreds, hundreds of years, there shouldn't have been anything. Right. right. And it was just constant rain. Everything would have been flooded, yeah. which the city was not where they were in. So yeah. then, I guess there wasn't super high elevation. And secondly, there why? should definitely no trees and they should not have been there. Right. And and why was there a commercial airliner? <laughs> that was the other one. In the in the sky. There's right. a girl, she's looking up into like I guess the sky, like, oh my god, it's so beautiful. The final scene of the movie. Yeah. And I was like, that's a that's like a commercial plane. He's like, No, it's not. And then you could clearly tell it's a commercial plane. Yeah. There there's clearly in the shot, it's just her face aimed up at the sky. The the I guess it's like the the feeling of relief they've done it she can't believe it and there's just this what is that there's a lot of tapping right now yeah anyway sorry but uh and the, there's just this commercial f- airplane in the background they couldn't edit that out they they couldn't reshoot that scene they couldn't do anything like just paste a fake sky or something I don't know like no they just leave it in yeah. It's fine. It Nobody'll notice. It's a uh, production value. Nobody'll notice. But yeah. Okay. Well, I mean that pretty much sums up the movie, right? Do you have any other any other thoughts? Final thoughts. Uh yeah, I mean it was funny looking at like watching this movie. It was funny just mm-hmm. like all like I think the action scenes just kind of made it more like more comical. Right. But I I feel like the whole dialogue and when they were there planning everything, they said, oh, this is the mission. This is what we got to do. And you're disobeying orders. I feel like it was just so much nonsense. Yeah. Like their conversations and like their planning and just like the interaction between people. I just think it was such nonsense. And mm-hmm. I feel like they try to put like like sexual tension between like Itchy and the blonde girl. But it never really led to anywhere. He's like, "You owe oh, me yeah. a dinner." Say like, that was five years ago. It's like better late ne- or better late than never. And then and then that never came up. And again. It never came up again. I don't I think like, they even really talked again. Maybe no, once that, or twice. I, yeah, like there was just a lot of like when they were on base, there was just a lot of talking, unnecessary talking that led to nothing. That led to nothing for the sake of. No, like just killing time i guess yeah or dialogue and i it was completely pointless and i think those scenes made the movie drag so hard mm-hmm. and it wasn't until like maybe the last 20 or 30 minutes when they're just fighting the robots where it kind of picked up a little bit yeah but definitely picked the up. first half of the film was so boring yeah i didn't I didn't find it too boring i, I think we were just noting too many things that we found just silly and funny about their outfits or where they were or something like that, that it didn't feel like it was dragging to me. There was a point where we paused it like halfway through and I was like, Oh God, we're only halfway through. But I think the second half definitely went a lot faster. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was that bad. I, I, th- I thought it was pretty enjoyable. Like the ratings are pretty bad, 
but I think it's it's okay an okay watch. Don't don't expect anything from it really. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's an okay watch. I think it's It was definitely not Transformers. Yeah, I don't know why people think this is the Transformers knockoff. I think because of the, I mean, name. the name, Transmorphers. Right. And sure, the robots transform into vehicles or buildings. And stuff but like they mostly that. transform into weapons and cannons and tanks. and Right. So there was really nothing like in disguise or... Right. They're definitely not in disguise when they took over the whole planet. Yeah, why do they need to be in disguise if they rule the top? I don't know. I mean, they never said that they're in disguise, but I yeah. mean, Transformers are I mean, robots. but the giant one was the building, so... Yeah. And uh, Cybertron is a robot. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you're right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they did that. They like to be inside each other. Okay. So, <laughs> I think that's enough uh, of that. I, I think you get the general idea of the movie. It's pretty good. I think it was fine. I, I would watch it again that's if I right. had to. I, I think would... it's been better than most. Yeah. It was fun. It was funny. Yeah. I think it was enjoyable. Just because of the because how bad it was, not because of, and by bad I mean like the silly things that happened and stuff like that, the the mishaps, the just the poor quality and some stuff. Overall, I think it was fine. The acting was uh, something left something to be desired. They were kind of dry at times, but oh, I was gonna say, if uh, the blonde girl, God, I should I should have written down her name. I didn't. Okay, so she was the closing shot, right? That was her. Yeah. If <laughs> this would have made the movie just a tiny bit better, if at the end of that. The dude walks up, like next to her, and says, "So how about that dinner?" And then it closes out. Ah, that'd have that, been good. Yeah, that would have that would have been it. It's that like, would have been good. Yeah, and she would have gotten his dinner, maybe. <laughs> Probably. I mean, what else are they gonna do? They took the back the planet. I wonder why they call him Itchy. I don't know. But next week's movie, we have uh, Clemente picked it. P fifty one, Dragon Fighter. Why don't you read us that synopsis? As World War II rages on, the Allies are about to push the Nazis out of North Africa. That's when the Nazis turn up the heat, unleashing their secret weapon, dragons. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Yeah, this, this looks fun. Nazi dragons. These dragons have Nazi symbols, swastikas on their wings. Yeah, I okay. Looking at the cover, it's a dragon, and you can see its wings are kind of like curving. And you can see the swastikas on its wings. And it's fighting, uh, obviously, like a, a plane of some kind. The Allies plane. It's trying to fly away. It looks good. Like, the quality of this poster looks good. I can't even imagine what it actually looks like. What year is this? It doesn't say, huh? Uh, I don't know. I can't see off. Of, no, I can't see it up there. But just, just, just from the cover... It looks good. Yeah, looks the like quality Dragon looks Heart. good. Like yeah. Dragon Heart was fighting with Nazis. Yeah, it looks like a a well done dragon. So, uh, I'm I'm kind of scared to see what the CGI is gonna look like. I mean, Deathstalker had some pretty epic cover art. That's true. Uh, okay, but a lot of a lot of '80s movies just had some amazing cover art. Anyway. That's true. I don't. What What do you think it is that changed since then? That like some of these modern movies the the cover art just looks like crap maybe they ran out of artists to commission or they don't want to do it anymore maybe that's may yeah it might, might be too expensive like this this looks pretty good so what's your rule drinking rule for this for next week uh i guess every time they would mention dragons <laughs> oh god <laughs> 
This this movie, by the way. Guess the year. Ninety eight. No higher. Twenty eighteen. Lower. Two thousand eight. Higher. Twelve. A little higher. Fifteen. Fourteen. Oh, what? <laughs> two thousand fourteen. I crazy. I expected this to be like a two early two thousands movie. The poster looks ninety mid late nineties. Yeah. I don't even know what to think now. I don't know, but the title's amazing. P-51 Dragon Fighter. <laughs> that's just only one dragon, and it's fighting everything. I hope not. Oh, oh, I think that's man. what it is. No, there's like another dragon in the background. Uh, yeah, I think there's other dragons in the background. I hope. Okay. Like dragon Fighter, like only one. Like the last Dragon Fighter, like the last Starfighter, but the last Dragon Fighter. Yeah, wasn't that Dragonheart? Wasn't that the, the basis of that? Isn't it that he, like, the last The last Dragonheart? Dragon yeah, well, he's the last dragon, right? Yeah. Does Sean Connery? Yeah, Sean Connery. Yeah. Okay, so my rule for this will be... Oh, God. Whenever a plane goes down. When a plane goes down. I gotta write it down, because I keep forgetting. Goes down. All right. And I think that's it, right? That's yeah, that's everything. Okay. So again, if you want to give us a drinking rule for this movie, P fifty one Dragon Fighter, or if you want to suggest a movie to us, please do so on uh, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. We check them. At least I check them uh, all the time. And yeah, we'd love to have a recommendation. We're currently doing a sci fi for this month, uh, but it doesn't have. It can be anything. You can recommend anything, and uh, if we can find it legally. We'll um, watch it. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. And or if you have a place where we can find them, like the DVDs and stuff for fairly cheap, then we'll probably check it out too. And that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh I've been Oscar and that was Clemente. You listen to Be Film Boot Crew. Thanks. Bye. See you. <laughs>